Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I, of course, will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. Ladies and gents, boy, do we have an episode for you. We have the lovely and talented Jessica Arena on this week, and she is a true OG original Thoughts from Pool Therapy fan. She's been here since the beginning of the podcast. She's been listening this whole time since we started back in September. So it was really fun to have her on. Um, Now, Jessica's really cool for a lot of reasons, (laughs) but one in particular is that she actually just started her own podcast called Buddies, Books, and Blockbusters. So make sure you go check that out. It's also on Anchor and everywhere else you stream your podcasts. But I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Jessica is wonderful. Um, She talks about all about how she is an Aries Zodiac. That's what she is technically, but she also relates a lot to the Pisces sign, which is actually the sign of one of our mutual friends, Jordan Niels, who is going to be a guest on an upcoming episode as well. Um, So it's just kind of a small world of how we know each other. And she's a fabulous human, so I can't wait for you to hear all about our conversations and different things. So uh, please enjoy. Let me know when you listen. Please tag, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, please. All right. (laughs) Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm keeping that in. Welcome to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everybody. This is the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it always starts with a laugh. I mean... <laughs> oh, no. I snort when I laugh. I've learned to just, you know, incredible, it. Incredible. Well, uh, welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everybody. It's your girl, Megan, and we've got... Hello, pool peeps. Melanie. Yep, that's it's your Melanie. name. Melanie. <laughs> yep the lifeguard yep and we are thrilled today because we welcome one of our original pool peeps she has been here from the beginning um we've only met in person once but we don't even remember meeting in person once um melanie's never met her nope and it's jessica how do you pronounce your last name arena arena jessica arena everybody oh my god I probably should have asked how to pronounce your name before we started the episode. That's but fine. Here we That's are. Okay. We're always learning. Yeah. Always fine. <laughs> People say arena, arena. I don't really care. I mean, it's whatever. It's Italian, you know. Uh, Hi, guys. Oh, I'm just really excited Italian. to be here. Yes, we're so excited to have you here, um, Jessica, to be a guest. Like I said, you've been a supporter and advocate for my podcast, for our podcast, excuse me. <laughs> don't want to forget Melanie. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> ew, um, I'm about to get fired from my own show. Um, <laughs> You're but, out. <laughs> you've been <laughs> cut <Come> off. <laughs> um, but yes, Jessica has been here from day one. Um, she actually messaged me on Instagram back in October. It must have been September, October, right when I first released the podcast. And you asked me a bunch of astrology questions, which I was like, okay, I'm ready. Let's <laughs> let's dive in. Um, I remember it was like you had to like scroll for like a long time. It was a scroller. <laughs> and it sure. cut me off. It cut me off the original one. They're like, you can't send this. It's too long. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Just Jessica, chill yourself. Like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't know it could cut you off like that though. Yeah. It does. Weird. In your yeah. DMs? Wow. Uh, yeah. Just okay. so you guys know. <laughs> okay. Instagram. Um, But yes, thrilled. We are so excited to have you on. Your energy is just, I mean, I, I've, yeah, it's a, it's a vibe. It's a, it's vibe. a good vibe. We are vibing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
Jessica actually just recently uh, released her own podcast. Uh, she has two episodes up currently. By the time this one comes out, she'll probably have three. Um, so she's a new podcaster. She's also hosting hers on Anchor, sponsored by Anchor. Actually, that's a sponsorship. So, how has it been going with your podcast? How's everything going with that? It's been going great. Thank you so much for shouting it out. Um, it's been it's been a process. I kind of started like in October. So um, honestly, Thoughts from Pool Therapy has been a huge inspiration for me. It has like, you guys have literally like, I, I'm like honestly fangirling right now because Aww. you guys have like, honestly, I, I didn't think I could do it until I like started listening to your podcast and I was just like, okay, Anchor, okay, like I'll look into that. And then I was like listening and I was like, this podcast is incredible. Like it's everything that I need. It like satisfies my soul. It like brings me peace. Like I don't know these girls and yet I like want to be their best friends. I so, love that. Um, guys, I'm That's nerding cute. out if you couldn't tell. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Cute. So thank um, you. Thank you. We thank have you. fans. We have fans. Fans I'm, on the pod. Yeah. Um, I love that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It just, it warms my heart because this is the whole reason why we started this podcast is to have an excuse to talk to our friends and also meet new people like we're doing right now. And, you know, even if just one person is affected by the message that we talk about or relates to one guest, then we've done our job. And that's the whole point of this podcast. So uh, I appreciate your words and your support and um, for sharing it all the time. So I just feel really warm and, and warm and fuzzy inside. So thank you. Oh, um, so Jessica, you actually worked at Disney and we've kind of had a similar um, journey over the last year with the company and with the panoramic going on the um, panini we both that got laid Papa off john's i know the, yeah. <laughs> the panda express is just i mean it won't quit um but we both oh. got laid off from disney unfortunately um, yes so i know that that was a big thing you were a performer you were in inter entertainment in entertainment that's really hard to say yeah too many vowels together yes um, say it three times fast no i will not <laughs> thank you in entertainment and entertainment in entertainment there, there we go, go. She was in entertainment, so she's good. Yep. <laughs> um, so if you want to kind of just give us kind of a brief rundown of what you did for the company, I'd love to hear kind of about your experience with it. Absolutely. Um, so I feel very grateful for all the entire time that I've had with Disney. Um, I started out, I actually, my five-year audition anniversary was on the 4th. So wow. March, yeah, March 4th is kind of like a big day in my Disney career. A lot of things happened on March 4th, uh, March 4th, 2016, I auditioned. I ended up coming to Disney in August of that year. And um, I got to be part of the Christmas parade that year, which was <gasps> oh my god, really exciting. Oh! Honestly, a total dream come true. I just remember like rounding the corner around the train station on my um, approval night and just sobbing because I was like, this is something I never believed that would happen. And it's just happening right now. Um, in that same parade, like, I just, I swear, I remember just locking eyes with Harrison Ford and he was like, yeah, yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. <laughs> like, you know what people, people judge me for thinking that, but honestly, I swear. Anyway, live your dreams. It's the place where dreams come true. So it's truly, okay. um, yeah, uh, I did my CP until May of that year. Um, I actually was a pr approved to be friends with Alina of Avalor. So yeah. it was really cool 
seeing, yeah, it was cool seeing her um, be able to interact with guests in a different language, which no other princess has ever had the opportunity to do before. Whoa, so um, that's cool. Yeah, it was really special. I got to speak Spanish with guests. Um, actually, this time, three, four years ago, my grandparents actually met Elena Vavalor and they never, they only speak Spanish. They came to the United States when they were in their 70s. And so it was their first time they ever got to speak with a princess. So it was a really special moment to witness that. And um, my grandfather actually tried to bring his tuxedo from his vow renewal because he was going to meet the princess of Avalor. Um, Pepito That's is adorable. the sweetest human. Yeah, I am obsessed with that. That's amazing. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. I'm going to cry through this whole episode apparently. Yeah. It's just going to happen this whole time. <laughs> you need to name it like something about crying. Yeah, it's got to be. The title has to be crying. Yeah. Um, so Megan, in the future, when you're editing. Not a Pisces, but. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not a Pisces, but you cry all the time. Yeah. It's the crying for me. That's the episode. <laughs> yeah. That's it. There we go. Anyway, uh, that's an incredible story. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel very grateful for the opportunities that this company and like these are just small opportunities in that the next year I got to befriend Jesse and we hung out on the castle stage for the Christmas show, just yodeling. So oh, fun. So cute. Um, I ended up um, hanging out with Jesse in the move it, shake it, dance it street party right before it left. So that was really, that was a cool opportunity. And I was seasonal up until that point. And I had been kind of begging and pleading to be full-time. It was just like my biggest dream. It's really difficult with my height range, um, being friends with the chipmunks. There's so many people in that height range that it's really, it's very, um, competitive almost Mm -hmm. just because it's, it's a pretty standard height range for humans. So, um, that was kind of difficult. I finally got full-time and I got the email that I got full-time a week after I had actually received a, not a contract, but an offer for the bird show up a great bird adventure at um, animal kingdom, which was Mm -hmm. just opening. They were just starting it. So I was super excited to be part of that. And honestly, it's a, it's something I wouldn't trade for the world. It broke my heart when they decided to change the um, lead character to Mm -hmm. a different kind of character. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, when the pandemic hit, I was actually waiting to learn spirit of Aloha, the (gasps) Luau show. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was kind of hard because I had actually been approved in the role twice and, um, due to scheduling and all these different things. And then of course Mm -hmm. the pandemic, um, you know, the parabola just ruined everything, but, yep. um, I was unfortunately let go before being able to learn it. So, uh, well, I know, but uh, I had all these incredible opportunities, all these incredible things that happened that I, I, to this day, I look back on those moments and I'm like, that happened. Like I got yeah. to do that. I got to do one of my biggest dreams in the whole entire world. Um, Actually, it's funny. So I know Melanie, we talked, you talked about how you want to be the bluebird. <laughs> and that's yes. my phone background. Oh, Amazing. This was meant to be. So yep. just yes. to catch up the pool peeps who are new listeners. Um, I see you. I hear you. Um, Melanie's life goal uh, with the Disney company is to be the bluebird in Disney's Festival of the Lion King. Yep. Um, 100%. Jessica's background on her phone is the bluebird. 
from the line. It is, wow. Um, I made that my background maybe like a year and a half ago when I started training for the Bluebird. Um, I have been a prof- I I did do pro- ballet professionally. Um, oh, for sixteen years. My and I. God. have been pulled at the audition I've made it to the end they unfortunately didn't need people at the time all these fun things that happen when you're wait a, performer, a minute so we have a living breathing bluebird performer in our no, midst. No, no, no that's not true I am not a bluebird oh no it's it's true in yeah. my oh eyes my it's it's happening yep yes Wow, Mel. So learn wow. your skills. We have yeah. a professional here. Yeah. Let's that's do incredible. it. Let's dance together. Okay. But yeah. So I'll take um, lessons from you. Absolutely. I'd love that. Let's do it. I did not know that. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, when I heard you say it in the first episode, I was just like, oh, these are my people. She don't know. Yeah. They don't know what I'm about to pull out here. Bye bye. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Yep. Oh my yep. God. No. <laughs> that's incredible. So I love that. Um, yeah. Another fun fact about me and Jessica, how we're connected already is that her, one of her close friends on her Disney college program was actually my last trainee at Spaceship Earth and one of my best friends to this day, Jordan, Neil Patrick Harris meals. Um, (laughs) Jordan Michael Patrick meals. There we go. Middle names. That JMPM thing. Yeah. Just use one. Like, come on. Um, (laughs) Just pick one. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, so we actually both know Jordan. He's our mutual friend, uh, which is, it's so funny. I mean, Disney, <laughs> it's, it's it's literally six degrees of Bob Iger. It's such Iger. a small world. Like, yeah, it's it's so crazy. We all know Bob Iger. To we some all level. know Bob. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just so crazy that, like, Jordan's been one of my best friends since I met him. At yes. Disney, and you guys yeah, are super same. close on your program. So it's, yeah. it's just so cool. I mean, good it is vibes attract good vibes. That's all I Absolutely. We met through our roommates. <laughs> because like his roommate so my roommate Catherine was best friends with his roommate Jamie when they went to school together and so we're all big Harry Potter fans and so I went to Universal with them for the first time and while we were there we all realized that we were one of each of the houses right so we were like that's so cool even now we're like the founders so i'm ravenclaw um jordan gryffindor right represent represent that ravenclaw um sorry caca roar (laughs) oh wait (laughs) (laughs) me and birds um but uh and then like jordan is gryffindor catherine is a slytherin and jamie's a hufflepuff so it just I knew Jamie was a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I'm a Hufflepuff as well. Yes. Yeah. I love pride. Yes. The older I get, the more Hufflepuffy I become. So (laughs) it just happens. I mean, it's one of my storylines when I'm uh, hanging out with a prefect over at Hogsmeade. I'm just like, oh, you're a, oh, you're a Hufflepuff. Oh, wonderful. You must go to the kitchens all the time. I love going down to the kitchens. I'll have to visit you next time. Oh, you guys are getting really, uh, you're getting a really cool episode this time because we have a performer. She's yeah. the bluebird. She works with Harry Potter. She's I'm not a bluebird. She is the bluebird. <laughs> Just accept it. In my He's going to be like, you're not a bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. Um, well, now that we've talked for 30 minutes of just, oh my God, I'm just sorry. Being, no, that's okay. <laughs> of me just being in awe of you this whole yeah. time. Um, let's go ahead and dive into. <laughs> To the first part of the podcast um with jessica you are very well aware of this the schedule that we're going over um so what are your top three favorite things of the week they can I'm be i'm playing at my note i yep. uh, made a note it's a scroller 
it is a scroll. <laughs> she's an Aries. Oh, like, she's ready. <laughs> I am not ready. Melanie's always on the <laughs> ever. Fly very different hey approaches. you know what that is a skill set that is very important in the performing world you that got this girl all Bluebird. right your first right. lesson right Bluebird. There. <laughs> lesson. check be prepared <laughs> um okay so my three things um uh-huh. my podcast is finally up so i'm super excited about it yes um, that's just i don't know it's i've kind of been writing that high it's been two weeks now and it's gotten some good reception. I mean, um, the people that I've spoken to and asked like feedback for and stuff, it's not been anything like content wise. It's been like, oh, hey, that like is a weird sound or something like that. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Um, what's the name of it? We haven't said it this whole time. Oh. So it's been a mystery. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, a mystery podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys won't know. You have to go find it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Good luck. Um, yeah, actually, also good luck with the name of this. I am actually really proud of the name of this podcast, but it is a lot of words. Um, so here we go. It's called Buddies, Books, and Blockbusters. And uh, basically, I compare books to their movies with a buddy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it makes sense. But I like you know. it. It's very good. I listened to the first episode yeah. today. So I, I loved it. Um, Thank you so much. Highly recommend. It's on all the places you can stream podcasts. So. Do yeah. that. Okay. Thanks. Everybody? Anyway. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Very but... proud of you for that. <laughs> I'm just really happy. <laughs> Yay. You should be. You should feel very proud and very happy. So good job. Um, and then um, all the women in my family, it's International Women's Day today. Um, That's right, baby. Shout out. No. Girl power. Um, all the women in my family are vaccinated, except for me. But like, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Shout out to them. I'm super happy. My 94-year-old grandma, my mom. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I know. We have to protect the gems. And then my sister, she works in the healthcare field. So she finally got vaccinated to oh, yesterday. Good. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I signed up for an appointment. And I mean, I'm not eligible in Florida, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> so there you I'll, go. <laughs> I'll tell you this. So I work in higher ed right now. Um, and I have signed up for an appointment because I'm technically in education, but I think I'm kind of flying under the radar here um, since I technically work at a college, not a school, like a K through 12 school, but we'll see what happens on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. You so. know what? We're just going to go to Publix to see if they turn me away. I mean, I have asthma, so we'll see. There you I mean, go. That's a condition. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. So. Um, so I'm really happy about that. And um Today, my roommate actually got his capstone project back and he got 100% on it. So we Aww. celebrated. Smart. Okay, yeah. education. I know he's okay. also a Ravenclaw and he mm. is just, we're really proud of him. So we went and got dinner. Yeah. Aww. That's awesome. Your three favorite things were so like yeah. supportive and like uplifting. Mine are usually like food. Yeah, mine are like food, <laughs> food motivated yeah. or um, alcohol or like a TV show that yeah. I've been watching. So well, I love that yours are so supportive and uplifting yeah. of others and ours are uplifting of ourselves and our food comas. Yes. So. Well, okay, here, I'll do a selfish one really quick then. Yes, please do. <laughs> on, on Wednesday, I work at Lululemon right now, the outlets. Uh-huh. Shout out. Come on and visit me. I'll put you in some cute leggings. Um. <laughs> But uh, so I'm working there right now and we have had some really awful guests that just walk in not wearing masks and just Mm. like are super entitled about it and like 
like I went up to a lady and I was like hey like you need to put on a mask while you're here and she's like oh do I and I was like yeah you do please stop being weird <laughs> like I don't know why you're being okay weird about Brenda this. And she, <laughs> come on now <laughs> so she like puts it on and it's under her nose and I was oh, just, Jesus like, you know, Christ. just like putting it over your nose you know <laughs> just like if you don't mind but like please do it and she's like why and I was like for the safety of those around you and she's just like why and I was like because there's a pandemic happening she's like oh really and I was like I'm done with you I walked away I had a 30 minute meltdown and my coworkers, my leaders were so supportive at Lululemon is just a place of like mental health awareness they they were like do you need to go home what do you need to do what can we wow. do for you they were awesome. so supportive. Yeah. And so finally they actually ended up buying us all coffee since we've been having a lot of guests like that. And so they're like, what's your Starbucks order? And like, it, wow. I was like literally ringing out a guest. I was like, can I, can I finish ringing them out? And they're like, no, oh, you have to tell us your Starbucks order. Any company that isn't or is doing a good job right now are who I'm looking at. So like, if you're not doing yeah. a good job, I yeah. will remember. And if you are doing a good job, I will also remember. So, um, Exactly. Yeah, those, are, those are great things. I'm very, uh, I love all of those things. Those are amazing. Um, very supportive and uplifting. So I appreciate that. Um, Melanie, what are your three things of the week? <laughs> okay. Are you prepared this time? Um, I've thought about it, but it's <laughs> okay. very, um, like thought about it. Like, off the cuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Off the cuff as I normally do. Correct. Um, did I, I don't even know if I said this, um, my sweatshirt that I'm wearing Mm -hmm. It's very big, and I probably could have gotten a lower size, but it's fine. It makes you feel smaller, though, when you wear oversized stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, look yeah, at me, I'm skinty. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I saw it on TikTok, mm -hmm. um, and it has Captain America stitch on um, uh -huh. The best Avenger. Yeah. That's America's ass. Yes. On your shirt. Yes. <laughs> Not really, but no. it's just the shield. Yep. <laughs> they have one that has America's ass, and it's a picture like of his butt. Why didn't you order that one? I mean, I can order that one. Okay. okay. You can never have too many pullover sweatshirts. It's very nice. It's a nice material. Good quality. Highly yes. recommend. Thank you, TikTok. Um, <laughs> it does look very nice. Very yes. cozy. Thank you. Um, my second favorite thing is that I started reading a book. It's called We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. And it's very good. I haven't gotten too far into it, though, but it's very good. It's very, like, it's feels creepy mm -hmm. creepy vibes yeah um it was recommended by Brittany, who was on the podcast yes yes um i have a whole list of books that she's recommended me on my phone okay and educated. i'm starting to work through it okay reading <laughs> so <laughs> okay yeah it's like 250 pages so it's not that much wow that not that long but uh -huh. it's really good cool okay yeah. work yeah. go um, off reading and then my third favorite thing Seriously. is food driven and it's the hash brown casserole mom made for dinner tonight. Oh my God. Yeah. Mom makes like a cracker barrel dupe hash brown casserole. It's um, a lot less calories, but still delicious. Yep. <laughs> it is chef's kiss. Yep. Amazing. So I'm coming over next time. Like we I know I don't know you guys, but I'm coming over. We have a half bowl yeah. left for you. You can come have it. We can throw it in the oven. We'll heat it up for you. We got right. you. I'm coming yeah. over right now. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the end of Thoughts from Pool Therapy. Incredible. Bye. We'll pick it back up when she gets over here. <laughs> um, really great things, Mel. Um, Thanks. Only that. one food-driven one. Proud of you. Thanks. Last week it was like three. Yeah, all of my all of my things were food-driven. No driven. hate though. No hate. Yeah. At all. Um. 
my three favorite things. Um, one is similar to yours, Jessica. Um, my 87-year-old great-aunt Faye got her first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Um, very happy and very proud yes. of her. Um, it was really cool. It was a well-oiled machine over where she got it. It was by the airport. Um, it was all outdoors. I mean, it was like clockwork, that thing. And they had like a million employees. They were checking everything. I had my arm out like ready to get a poke in case they had extras, but they didn't. Um, of ask. course not. Um, so um, no hate to the Advent Health Vaccine Center, but they were just doing their job. Um, but yeah, very happy for Aunt Faye. Um, she said it didn't even hurt, didn't even feel a thing. So very okay. hopeful. Um, my second favorite thing, uh, we went to Cheesecake Factory after we took Aunt Faye to get her vaccine. So uh, it was just really nice to sit outside. They have a really nice outdoor area to sit. We had, I had sangria, I had a piece of cheesecake, a salad, a flatbread. It was just, I was living my best life. Um, it was really fun and really nice weather outside. It wasn't too hot, wasn't too cold. All you needed was a light jacket. Um, oh my God, April 25th? Yeah, exactly. Except <laughs> it was March 6th. <laughs> Perfection. Same thing. Same thing, but different. Same thing, but different. Um, and then my third favorite thing is your podcast, Jessica. I know I already talked about it, but um, your third you. favorite, my first, third favorite thing is your podcast because it just is so nice to have another like content creator that is within my like field of vision. Like you're not a a big podcaster like me. You're similar like to me where I am with my podcast and my content creation. So it feels nice to have a buddy, like to have someone to you know give feedback now too that we both are working with anchor and stuff um i'm a little bit further than my podcast than you but we can still vibe off each other and help each other out now so it's um it feels really cool to have someone else doing a podcast similar to what i'm doing so um, absolutely love that thank you i'm yes. so honored oh my god yes, of course um but yes lovely things ladies all across yes. the board yeah. um all, some yeah really nice like jessica's and some um one mine was cheesecake so yeah there's cheesecake <laughs> is fantastic do not oh cheesecake is bay the white chocolate raspberry truffle cheesecake mm. don't have <gasps> me <gasps> that's my favorite one how did you know it's the best one that's why Brilliant. um yay wonderful love that Um, so now we're going to go out to our, we're going to swim out. I'm doing a swimming motion, um, <laughs> to our kind of middle. We need like area. sound effects that like, it's like a splash. We do. Splash. The cannonball needs a, yeah. oh wait, that was like pee. <laughs> same thing, but different. Um, so Jessica and I've had this conversation already, um, about her sign and how her feelings about it. And um, we've already alluded to it throughout the podcast. We've kind of sprinkled some breadcrumbs here. Um, but Jessica, what is your sign? So I am an Aries sun and moon and a rising Capricorn. I don't know if that's too much information. Whoa. Yeah. Awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It is an interesting combination. So um, the reason, um, so like the reason I felt motivated to talk to you, Megan, about this was because I was actually due on March 17th, which is still within Pisces season. Mm -hmm. And um I, I don't know why, but I've always like identified with that. And I was born on the cusp. I was born on March 24th. And so I'm like within that cusp still. And there are just some things like I very much identify as an Aries. I would say like, yes, I am impulsive. I'm, I can be stubborn and things that I really truly believe are to be true. Um, I'm very playful and youthful, but I also have moments and I've been told by multiple adults that I have like a really wise soul and that like, mm. um, 
I have like moments where I have been able to like, this sounds so weird to say, but like predict what's going to happen before it happens. And like intuition. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No. That's a good word. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Intuitive. Intuition. Very, yeah. You can feel vibes, energy. Yeah. Yes. Auras. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like that's something that is very much associated with Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like I was talking to Megan about this last week. I like make up scenarios in my head about people. And I think everyone does this to an extent, but it, it's just, it just got so blown out of proportion to the point that I was not grounded in reality anymore. And I just was like, oh my God, this is like exactly how everything is supposed to be. And I don't understand. And I realized, no, it's not. This is literally what you created in your head. This person has told you multiple times that like, this is just a different situation. And like, right. so it just, it, it just was like one of those mind blowing moments where I was like, okay, I got to reground myself. And so there are definitely a lot of moments where I do feel like, oh, I wonder if my due date weirdly enough has anything to do with my sign ultimately Hmm. so um I know that like we talk about you've talked about on the podcast about how like vibes and whatnot and I just Mm -hmm. Aries apparently typically doesn't get along with Pisces from like what I've seen and I have so many Pisces friends like Jordan is just one of them I have I was gonna say yeah Jordan is one and we're incredibly close and like you know other I I have other Pisces friends that I'm just like oh whoa like apparently we're not supposed to get along and get (laughs) right you know here we are like vibing like we're two fish in a pond so like (laughs) we're in a pool you know yeah (laughs) there you go yeah I mean I think so there's a big controversy on cusp signs and things like that Mm -hmm. but I looked up the cusp that you were talking about the Pisces Aries cusp the Aries sign is the start of the zodiac new year um so happy Zodiac New Year coming up to everybody here, to all my hey. pool peeps. Um, Aries is going to start off, um, it's the it's the first house, it rules the first house in the Zodiac, and then Pisces rules the 12th house. Um, so I looked up the cusp, and it's the cusp of rebirth. So we're going into a new year, just like we do for our regular calendar new year. Um, so I wonder if you have pull to both, because it's kind of a, it's a very powerful time in the zodiac because you're transitioning into a completely new astrological year so i wonder if you feel a lot of pull from that to both mm-hmm. signs especially since you were po- supposed to be born in pisces which is actually march 17th is my other guest sam stone who was helping me with the podcast she's done all my mark my my artwork and stuff she was born on march 17th so she's hey, a pisces up? um but i wonder if it's because it's such a powerful time of the year and a time of you know we're getting into spring we're getting back, um, we're setting our clocks forward again, getting brighter and things like that. Since it is very powerful time of year, both in the astrology, in the Zodiac, but also in the calendar year. I wonder if that's because if you feel a lot of that kind of pull to both for Pisces and since it's it's just a very emotionally driven time of the year, I think. Um, Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, I've, I've talked to multiple people about it too, because I'm just, I'm just so fascinated by it. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, there's a difference between March Aries and April Aries. I, I personally don't have never like seen a difference in that, mm -hmm. but all of my Pisces friends have been like, oh yeah, I get along with March Aries way better than April (laughs) Aries. And I'm like, how many April Aries do you know? Like I know one. That is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. And I get along with him really well. So I don't know what's happening. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Um, 
it also could be like I say every week, the Zodiac is about energy and what you mm-hmm. res- what resonates with you. Your sun, moon, and rising all combine to make Jessica, Jessica, just like they make every person the same. So because you are the Aries, sun, moon, and your um, Capricorn rising, that makes you more you know friendly with Pisces than it, the average Aries energy probably. Um, so it's all mm. about the combination of the big three, in my opinion, that I'm realizing as I do my research. Um, because a Virgo like me typically doesn't get along with or isn't supposed to be in a relationship with Aries. And I'm in a relationship with an Aries male, Gregory. Yeah. Gregathy. Um, longest, longest relationship I've ever had, but we're technically not the most compatible partnership. Incredible. So, um, it's all about energy. It's all about your big three, what you relate to and what you resonate with. So it may not all be your energy to relate to and you may relate to some of the Pisces energy because that's when you were supposed to be born yeah oh I like that <laughs> that makes me feel better that's the tea <laughs> I'm um, all across the board yeah Melania she's across yeah, all love the that. Different signs. yeah I'm a Gemini sun mm-hmm. Sagittarius moon and Virgo <gasps> rising yes wow I love that I love that because you've got you've got the air and then you've got the fire and then there's like the earth that's like hey what up I'm right here yeah (laughs) hey what's up hello yeah I'm here (laughs) yeah so I'm all over the place yeah which honestly yes so is Melanie (laughs) yeah so that makes sense (laughs) true uh (laughs) I just really love Love talking about astrology even if like it's It's very interesting it's just so interesting how like me as a Virgo it could be different from another Virgo could be different from another it's just all so fascinating and how i mean i'll say this all day long if the planets can have an effect on the water and the ocean here they have to have an effect on the humans there's yes. no way i literally told my roommate this earlier and he was just like my mind is blown like he had like a moment of like wait yes exactly and I was just like exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> yes absolutely yeah um so i appreciate you sharing kind of like your almost like internal struggle like with Am I a Pisces? Am I an Aries? It's a huge identifier. I mean, I I use it as a joke, but like, I am a Virgo, like through and through. You look me up, you look it up in the dictionary. There's my face. Yep. Hello. I'm there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's me. Um, Anytime I want to see it. So it's so like, whenever someone tells me that they don't believe in these the zodiac i'm just like okay well i don't believe in you yeah. so <laughs> well you can just walk off the plank right now well it's funny because like when i was younger i was so fascinated with it too because my mom's family is from peru and so i always like wondered if the southern hemisphere had anything to do with like a change in zodiac behavior oh. and whatnot turns out it doesn't i like looked it up and it was just like oh it just doesn't matter because that's just where the sun was placed and whatnot when you were True. born but um, it's so funny because my mom's a cancer and like, I'm not supposed to get along with cancers. And yet my mom is like the person that I like worship the ground that she mm-hmm. walks on. So I don't know. There's just so many interesting things and you're right. It's just all the different things. I'm sorry. I went off tangent again. Oh, well, that's, please, <laughs> Fine. Please, yep. go off ta- please go off on tangent. That's what this whole podcast okay. is about. It's supposed yeah. to be like you're hanging out with your besties. So yeah, I, mean, yeah. That's, I love it. That's I love it. Doing. Yeah. Um, so Yes, I love astrology and I'm constantly learning learning about it. So at Pool Peeps, if I say something that's not accurate, please let me know. But at also, her. Don't yell at me. I'm sensitive. Well, now we are going to swim. I'm doing my swimming motion again. <laughs> like I'm a dog. We're all I'm going to like mermaid it. I yeah. have my mermaid. She has mermaid a mermaid tail. tail. <laughs> she has one. I can see it. I've seen it on Instagram. Um, <laughs> we're going to swim out to the deep end. Um, so this is 
the whole reason we are here, the whole reason the podcast exists, um, thoughts from pool therapy exists because of an idea and a thing that I did with my friend Katie Stearns over the summer. Um, pool therapy has helped me uh, manage my anxiety at the literally being in the pool, but also this podcast, <laughs> I'll say that, um, and talking to people about their mental health struggles. Some people I wouldn't have even guessed have some of the, the worst struggles and strifes. Um, and that just tells you um, that you never, A, really know what someone's going through and B, that um, you can probably relate to someone that you don't even know on some level. Um, so this podcast has really brought that to light. Uh, so Jessica, I'd love to hear about, we'd love to hear about your mental health journey, what you have been through and uh, where you're kind of at with the parabola pedagogical uh, pandemonium going on. Um, so take it away wherever you want to start. Absolutely. Your, your floor now. Okay. Um, exciting. So, um, my mental health journey, um, my mom actually recently was telling me that, um, I, I genuinely like to think that I'm a pretty happy person. I have, um, for the most part, I, I feel pretty put together, but I do suffer from a lot of anxiety and depression. Um, it's something that I've like slowly been, you know, working through and figuring out. And a, a lot of my life has been spent like how can I get better versus like, how do I learn to live with this? And it's not, mm. it's not necessarily something that like you want to hear when you're feeling super anxious or depressed about something like I have to live with this, but at the same time, it makes the moments that you have a lot of anxiety or a lot of depression in my case, a lot easier to cope with. Cause it's like, okay, I've been through this before. I've made it out alive. Like, right. I can do this. So um, my mental health journey, I have to say, actually starts when I was really young. My mom miscarried when I was three years old and um, she went through a lot of, um, po not postpartum, but um, miscarriage depression that, you know, sure. a lot of parents, you know, my, my mom was older when she had me, she was about 35. And so, um, I, yeah. And so when she was 38, you know, she, 100% my mom is the strongest woman in like for me she has been such a role model she came to the United States when she was 26 years old from Peru barely knowing English she got a job a car and a house within a week of being here like okay oh, go work okay Anna was like out there like we mama love an arena independent woman yes mama love arena that. just came and she was like I'm a conquer she's a queen. um she is a queen we love her so um she, um, she suffered from that so badly that I actually apparently took on some of her pain and mm. I would, um, walk around with my little blanket and just like, just be all sad. And my mom, it kind of inspired my mom to be like, I have to take care of my mental health because my poor toddler is also experiencing this pain that I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, she would tell, she like organized my fourth birthday and apparently like I let go of a balloon and, um, I like waved at the balloon and my mom was like, oh crap, she's going to cry. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm already so overwhelmed. And apparently I started waving at the balloon. And I was like, bye, say bye to Ben while you're up there, which is what I affectionately called my little brother who, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. My mom was like, well, now I'm in tears, you know, yeah. typical cancer. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, my best so friend the cancer. So I, yes, 100%. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. And so, um, my dad has also, so, uh, sorry. Okay. We'll move forward. Um, <laughs> when I was about 15, I remember like my first, like kind of the first time I experienced any type of anxiety, 
Um, I was 15 and I got drunk with a friend on grappa, which is cooking alcohol, super high percentage. I think it's like 90 proof. Holy um, crap. I drank about three fourths of the bottle. I probably should not be alive today after that, but um, yeah, that's yeah, a lot. I threw most of it up. Um, I ended up like I, I cleaned it up really well, all this stuff. And the next day, my mom discovered it under my bed. Mm. And she, they were very upset with me. My parents were like, hey, like <laughs> what we found What's the this. Right. And I, I had been like the perfect child up until that point, straight A's, you know, juggling ballet and school with my whole entire, like my whole entire life was just me juggling ballet in school and a bunch of other extracurriculars and violin and you know, I was just always that like super driven, like I have to be perfect. And in that moment, I kind of realized like, I'm not perfect. I made this mistake that really disappointed my parents. And it sent me into this spiral of anxiety that I had never felt before. And my parents, yeah, my parents didn't really know what to do because obviously it was their first, I'm the first child. So it was their first experience with a child having similar things that they've had. My parents have both suffered. My dad has suffered from depression. My mom has suffered from anxiety. So it was kind of a moment where they're like, how do we handle this? Mm -hmm. So um, I appreciate my dad. He would have like long conversations with me. My dad's a little on the weirder side. He's sweet man, very good intentions, um, really loves and cares for his family. But it was just a kind of thing that he, he's just a weird guy, has really interesting interests. And um he started telling me about how when he, he went to work on the Alaskan pipeline when he was 18 years old. And he was telling me that there were times that he like wanted to die when Mm -hmm. he was up there. And he was like, what just kind of kept motivating me was you've got to remember that, you know, your life is a thermostat and you can turn it up. Like you've got to remember that you can turn it up and you've got a yardstick of happiness here. And just because you're feeling this really intense pain, like you're in the middle, but you're feeling this really intense pain. That just means that your um, ability to experience the most joyous joy has expanded. Mm. So kind of like, obviously it took a lot for me to finally start processing these things and understanding them. But just those are little things that I have to remind myself of when I'm feeling anxious or depressed. And it just totally like, helped me turn things around. I did see a therapist for a while when I was yeah. a teenager. She helped me a lot. Her name was Dr. Friend. Like she had to be a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. She was right. That was her life's mission. Apparently. She was, so. Yep. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, she, she was there for it. Like I'm very lucky. I had super supportive parents in that respect. And they were just like, absolutely. Whatever works for you through most of college. I went to therapy when I had some anxious, um, upheavals, but like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're going through it, um, it just, you know, it, like you have your moments. And so I've tried a lot of different things, therapy, therapy. I don't know if it worked necessarily for me. I think it was something that like, I found myself dreading going to, mm. and I don't, I don't know if that, I know a lot of people feel that way sometimes when they're going to therapy. Um, and so for me, it was just a matter of like, oh, like now I have to go talk about all these things that made me feel bad and I'm finally starting to feel better. Right. So, um, I'm not saying that therapy didn't work for me, just was one of those things that I was like, maybe I'll try it at another time. I should start therapy when I'm okay. And not when it's an emergency. 
Yes, that's another thing too that I've come to realize as I talk to people and as I've gone through my own mental health journey and Melanie can probably speak to this. You shouldn't start therapy. You can when you're in the pits of hell. Like that's obviously a great tactic to talk to someone. Um, but really, I think therapy should start kind of at a almost a baseline where you're like, okay, could go either way almost. <laughs> like I yeah. could be good or I could be not so good. Um, I always, my friend Paige, who's been a guest on the podcast, she's an art therapist. She's always oh, yeah. said that um, everyone should be in therapy. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter who you are, what's going on. If you've never had an anxious moment in your life, if you've had, if every day is a anxious day or depressive day, everyone should be in therapy because it just helps your mental health upkeep when you're feeling good. And it also helps you manage it when you're not feeling good. Um, so, you know, depending on where you're at in your life, maybe therapy doesn't work best for some parts of your life. Like when you were younger, going through college and things like that, maybe it didn't work then, um, but maybe it works now or maybe it works in the future or Maybe you don't see a therapist. Maybe you see a counselor just to have someone else to talk to that maybe can't provide, you know, medical advice maybe or um, but maybe you just need someone else to talk to that has experience with helping other people. Um, so sorry, continue. I didn't mean to like interject there. No, <laughs> absolutely. Story. <laughs> no, I, I completely. No, no, no. I completely agree, though. I mean, I, I think that if I had started therapy at a time where like I was not necessarily in crisis, I think I would, I would appreciate therapy more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of why I have avoided it in my adulthood. Um, but I've tried other things that have worked for me. Um, I actually, it was so funny. It came up today and I was like, Oh my God, this is perfect. We're recording the podcast tonight. Um, one of my exes, his, which we ended on really great terms. We're mm -hmm. really good friends to this day. His name is Jesse, like literally like Jessica and Jesse. What? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> But like we're, yeah, we were high school sweethearts, uh, sweet, sweet guy. Um, his sister-in-law is a hypnotherapist. And so when I first came to Disney, I was going through a really rough time with my boyfriend at the time, not Jesse, but another guy who was the scum of the earth. Um, and, oh yes. Oh, hot tea. Um, <laughs> the tea is piping. But, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> But um, she had just written a book and she actually knows Rain Wilson, super random. Um, and so like, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> wait on the cool. office, but right. So super random. I'm like literally just going random. Um, but uh, she, we were like talking and she kind of like just lulled me into a sleep. And it, it was so crazy because it was like the work was happening while I was sleeping. And I was just able to give my body and mind 45 minutes of rest, wow. um, which I think we all need to an extent. Yes. Yeah. I need like a week's but, work. Um, Let's go. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you in contact with her. Yeah. Send me the business card when we're done. But, yeah. I mean, it helped me a lot when I was on my CP. Um, honestly, like, I think it's one of the reasons that like my founder's friends are so close to me is because like we literally like helped each other through a lot like I lived with Catherine through this whole like crisis I was going through and mm. um and even during the panoramic like I we rekindled our friendship in March of last year and we've kind of all been helping each other ever since so it's just been you know it's been really nice to Aww. lean on those people so of course friendship um and I recently I went through a really bad um breakup during the panoramic the beginning of the panoramic and mm -hmm. 
uh, I was living with my ex when the panoramic started like quarantine. Yeah. Um, (laughs) good times. Do not Um, recommend. It was very (laughs) strongly do not recommend. Um, it was really bad for my mental health and, uh, truly took a huge toll on who I was as a person. Even like people I had just met were just like, this doesn't seem like who you are. It was just, it took a huge mental toll on me. I didn't realize it. And so Mm. I kind of in that moment found meditation to be something that was incredibly, and like Melanie, I know that you've found meditation in headspace as well. Yeah, absolutely. It has helped me so much. So like every once in a while I'll put headspace on and I'll like listen to it. Sometimes I'll use it to go to sleep and it has opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. I got my mom into it. Like it, Mm -hmm. you know, and actually it was interesting when, um, when your mom was on, when she was talking about baths, like it like hit something in me because I, I take a lot of baths. I, it's like one of my, baths are the best. I am a bath queen. Um, (laughs) I, (laughs) part of the reason I moved into the place that I live in right now is because of the beautiful bathtub that there is here. Girl, that's like number one on my list. I have to look in the master bathroom and the kitchen has to be right. So I'm right Absolutely. there with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so um, it's it's what I do if I'm if I had a really rough day at work, I just tell my roommates like, hey, see you in three hours. Like I've yep. got to I got to be in my feelings and whatever. And so <laughs> I'll just cook up a bath with some bath bombs and like um, trigger warning. Actually, I'm very proud, actually, that I am able to take baths now because when I was going through my really anxious phase in my teens, I actually Oh my God. I've like never said this out loud, but like, um, I like almost drowned myself in my bathtub. Wow. And so it like, I, it, it just feels like a little mini, like kind of growth thing that, um, you know, now I can do that. And it's a, it's a source of comfort versus like being something that, um, could have really destroyed my family. So Yeah, that's very yeah. powerful. Wow. All, of, all yeah. of that, everything you said. Um, yeah. Obviously, the last part too. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that because I'm sure, like I said at the beginning, that someone can relate to that, mm-hmm. to that feeling of just feeling very helpless, um, not knowing what to do, not knowing where to go. Do you want to burden someone with these feelings? Do you want to reach out for help? How do I reach out for help? Going through all of these things, all while trying to just hold yourself together. I mean, Absolutely. at the end of the day, if you just made it through the day, that's sometimes the best you can do. Um, that's something I had to kind of tell myself last summer when I was really kind of yeah. in the pits of hell. Yeah. Um, so I, I can relate on that level for sure. And I know Melanie has had her own kind of going through it. Um, mm, capital IT. IT. Um, yeah. So yep. it's just, it's such a helpless feeling to feel yeah. so low like that and you can't really even like describe it I know that I like my mom and like Greg would ask me or Melanie would ask me like what is what's going on and it it just felt like a huge pressure or weight of someone just sitting on my chest that's where I hold a lot of my anxiety Mm -hmm. um and it would it sits on my shoulders and my neck Mm -hmm. and my chest and um it just there was nothing sometimes it was like seven out of ten but most of the times it was like nine or ten out of ten through that time and you can't put a word to it you can't really put a feeling to it it's just it's so wild like yeah yeah. in a bad way (laughs) um but Jessica you have been through some of the 
just from what I know of you before this conversation and now you have, like I kind of alluded to earlier, some of the strongest people that I know, you, our friend Callie, um, a lot of people that have been on the podcast have been through some of the toughest shit that I would never wish on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes a lot of guts and a lot of um, uh, really a lot of just gumption and like almost like fight to get through some of the days that you've gotten through. So I appreciate you coming on and, you know, being this open and vulnerable with everyone. Yeah, um, and it, I think it takes a lot of guts to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, even the the bits about anxiety and depression, because I think those words get thrown around a lot when people don't yeah. actually mean that. Um, so to know that you are have been going through that your entire life, um, starting when you were little, and that's a huge thing too, to kind of grow up with those feelings and not really knowing what they were. And yeah. then kind of moving through you as a high school student and then into college and as an adult now with all the added pressures of being an adult and then add the, the Papa John's pizzeria on top of it. Like Oof. it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Most of us millennials should be dead by now. I think. Yeah. Honestly, we've been through so much yeah. like nine 11 when we were like in our, in grade school, like, yeah. you know, there was a stock market crash when we were in like middle school, high school. And then like, you know, a panoramic when we were like adults, like, excuse me, what did yeah. we do wrong? What we're millennials. Who the baby boomers. <laughs> it's the baby boobers. Like why <laughs> you're target them. Why are you targeting us? Yeah. They're no, the kidding. enemy. They're the enemy. Just kidding. Love you, mom. Um, sorry. Love you, um, parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, Jessica, I really appreciate you sharing all of that, especially with, you know, me and Melanie, we're not strangers to you, but we're also, we don't know you that well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we know you now. Yeah, now, we, um, now we're bonded. But <laughs> even before that too, I mean, we, yeah. we've been, we talk, all, I, Jessica and I talk almost every day on Instagram, we whether do. it's just like <laughs> reacting to stories. So she's a real one. Um, <laughs> but to also share it with the pool peeps who, right. I think someone is going to find something in that, that they're like, hey, I remember feeling like that. Or I feel like that right now. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. And I mean, my friend I think- did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the most important thing to remember is like a- as hard as it is to hear in the moment, especially when you're going through IT, <laughs> is like one hundred percent. Like it's just like you've already made it through a hundred percent of the days that you thought were super difficult. You can mm-hmm. do this, and it it's sometimes that like little push, and sometimes it's just making it back into your bed to go back to sleep. That you know that's okay. It's okay. Um, and I appreciate you guys for creating this really, like you guys have created this space that feels safe and that feels comfortable. And that feels like, you know, you can swim out and kind of, I mean, I'm an open book. I honestly like, well, Mm -hmm. if someone is like at Lululemon, like asking about something, I'll be like, Oh my God, do you want to hear about my life? And then they'll be like, no, I really just want to know about these fast and freeze. And I'm like, okay, but like my life too. (laughs) Do you want to hear about my trauma? I have lots of it for you. (laughs) It's the trauma. It's the trauma for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can I tell you? So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, I, I really appreciate you guys for creating this space that, you know, even, even me as like a self-proclaimed, you know, possibly stranger to you guys, I do feel closer to you both, even though like this is our first time meeting. Um, I, I think it's, it's a testament to who you both are to create this space that, um, 
just really makes people want to open their hearts up to you. So thank you. I, I, that's Aww. why I'm like a huge fan of you guys. It's I the just crying for me. me. <laughs> it's a fight. I've already cried twice. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's so but, sweet. Well, no, I, but it's all true. Honestly, like I, it's not, it's not me trying to like be weird or anything like that. It's just like, honestly, like I, I didn't expect me to like say that very end part that I told you guys about like it yeah. just it just rolled out and I was like I I can't believe it I like have never even said it out loud so yeah. thank you thank yeah. you so much I'm oh. sorry I'm gonna like <laughs> ah! <laughs> pool peeps we are emotional <laughs> in a good way though yes um you can't tell me I'm a fireside with this <laughs> she's a fireside beach but she's tough as nails and she'll cry at the drop of a hat it's Jessica Arena. That's it. Um, so that just tells you that just tells you um how dumb this podcast can get. Um uh, we talk about like some of the hardest, weirdest times of people's lives, and then we just go singing Daddy Yankee up in yeah. here. So you know <laughs> what's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been going around trying to do the dance where she puts her hands above her head. Yes. My hips do not move like that. Um so I'll teach you. Uh, anyway, it's fine. We got this. The bluebird will teach us. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my god. But before we move on, Jessica, I appreciate you for sharing all of that and yes. I appreciate all your kind words and I can't wait to hear what the pool peeps have to say in response to that. Yeah. Um either them saying thank you for sharing this or that they appreciate you sharing your story. So have to say that before we move on to the dumbest part of the podcast. Oh my um, God, it's my favorite though. So, I love it. So we're going to take a sharp left. Um, we're going to just go right out there. Um, so we're, I'm going to ask you the cannonball question. Did and you this, come up with this by yourself? I did. <gasps> oh, you didn't have to consult me. Oh, no, you know what it is. I just didn't tell you it was the cannonball. Do I know what it is? Yes, you know. You'll know when I say it. So okay. in your opinion, Jessica, what is the best Harry Styles song? Oh, oh no! Cue the TikTok. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh, no. That's oh, what no. I was no. just thinking. <laughs> I was trying to come up with mine. Oh and man! I, it, I don't think I could. So good luck. Uh, oh, that's hard because I do I do like a lot of Harry Styles songs and I also am a Taylor Swift fan and I know I know I know controversy I it, it's it's oh, trust me my roommate is a huge Taylor Swift fan and I'm not allowed to mention Harry Styles in this house Ooh. I do but you know don't <laughs> tell him that I do your secret is safe with me until you listen Thank to you. this podcast <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Travis. Um, but honestly, I I do love Harry Styles. I love both artists. There's controversy there, but um, I'm just gonna be super basic right now and just say I really love watermelon sugar. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was really off. bad. Watermelon okay. sugar. Is that Harry that. Styles here? Is he here right now in this room? Is he singing? I really appreciate you calling my pitchy, terrible <laughs> off tune. <laughs> singing made... Harry Styles. So the reason I came up with this question yeah. is because I saw a TikTok of, I think I might've sent it to you because it made me laugh out loud because it was Probably. astrology and it was One Direction and it made me laugh because the girl goes, um, 
tell me when you look at this picture that the zodiac isn't real or that astrology is not real and it, they showed a picture of all except zane because he was canceled at this he point can, he can um, just hop off a bridge it showed all four of them in a picture and everyone except harry styles was wearing like a basic colored suit like green black blue and then harry styles was wearing like one with a pattern on it and she goes tell me astrology isn't real when you can tell exactly who the aquarius is in this photo <laughs> and i said it's harry <laughs> i see no wrong answers here i see no i see nothing wrong here um honestly harry styles fine line is one of the best cds i've ever heard in my entire life yeah i will go to death saying that so now since you said you're a taylor swift fan i'll ask mm -hmm. you this Ooh. in your opinion what is the best taylor swift cd Ooh, okay that's a hard one i was actually just talking to my roommate about it earlier today so um i love lover um I think that like, yeah, it hit me in the feels in mm -hmm. ways that like, I didn't realize it would. And every time lover comes on, it's just almost like an old friend is giving me a hug almost. Yes. That's exact. Yes. Good description. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, like it just, I don't know. And then, um, but like also, I don't remember what this is from, but, um, Romeo and Juliet, like, first of all, ugh, Romeo and Juliet, super romantic. It doesn't mm -hmm. end well, honey, but I love that song <laughs> Art, uh, no love story. Yeah. Love yes. story. Mm -hmm. We knew where you're um, coming. Thank you. Um, but I have to say like, I've always been kind of like a folksy girl. I've always kind of been into, you know, like Mumford and Sons were my jam in high school. Um, folklore is a song is a, is like an album that I don't have to skip anything for. True. Like I go through and I'm just like, oh man, Willow, like ugh, turn it up. And then like, you know, champagne prop comes on and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna and then like, you know, like yeah. happiness. Oh, happiness hit me so hard. Cause it's just, it's so true. No one prepares you for when a night, when you hurt a nice guy and vice versa, mm -hmm. <sighs> more tea mm -hmm. on that. But, um, it's just, you know, just so like, I don't know, all of those songs are just so relatable to me. So yeah, I, I think feel that. My, I think my favorite one I couldn't pick, so I'm going to give two. Um, I love it. First of all, Justice for Cruel Summer. True. That's such a great cruel. song. Ugh. I mean, excuse me, The Archer right. was a single, but not Cruel Summer. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I have. Anyway, that's another. Yes. That's a cannonball yeah. itself. Yes. Reputation. That bad bitch energy. I yeah. That game changer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of my favorite CDs to drive to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was going through one of the worst breakups of my, my entire life. Yes, she around was. Around that time. And that's when that CD came out. And I listened to it and I was like, okay, who's who's trying to get me down? Who's trying to tell me something? This this mother trucker ain't going to tell me shit. I am. Uh, that's mm, right. No, 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 no. Mm -mm, not today, honey. Um, so that reputation. energy. Yep. Uh, reputation just brings out that kind of like how I got through that time. So I love mm -hmm. that CD, but mm -hmm. fearless. I was 15 or no, I was 16 bopping along in my car. I had just gotten my driver's license. I was skirt skirting out in the streets with my friends staying. Uh, I was singing. Hey, Steven. I was singing. Um, oh yes. Hey, Steven. fearless. The song itself. Ugh. I mean, that was a great CD. You're right. Yeah. That brings it back. That brings it back. And it, it just reminds me of like the carefreeness of high school and just like, yes, I, I feel you. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like growing up with Taylor Swift has just made it really difficult for me to choose just one album. True. Because, because I feel like 
in some ways, each album has impacted a part of my life and my growth with it. That's true. She's, she's always so empowering. Like, yeah, she has put down her exes in songs in the past, but like, I'm not her ex. So <laughs> amen, sister. She here we go. Down all she wants. Yeah. I'm not the ex. I'm not Joe Jonas. Get out of here. Exactly. Um, oh, so, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Oh, there goes my mic. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so um, I appreciate your answers to those dumb questions that I asked you. Thank you. Love them. Love uh, them. So now Can we're going to talk about mine. Oh, oh my God. I'm so rude. <laughs> Melanie, are you not even here anymore? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Melanie, please take it away. What are your favorite Taylor Swift CDs? I like the or- gift that Jordan sent in the. <laughs> what? Jordan sent this gift in our group chat that we have for our movie night squad. And it was just this guy like materializing away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's me. You know what you're Melody. talking about. I was like, okay, I'll see myself. I'm so rude. Oh my God. Please kick me off this podcast. Please. It's, oh my God. Okay. I'm just not going to talk anymore. Um, I can't really pick one. <laughs> I thought she was going to say, um, I'm not going to answer this question. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have a favorite. Thank you for coming today. I hate music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like um, 1989. How did oh. I forget her? Yeah. What the hell? Um, because it reminds me of college, of your college, Work. sitting in one of our... our, our, our Apartments? <laughs> a parlor parlor? Sitting in one of your perpendiculars? Apartments. A perpendicular? A perp- a p- Were you in a perpendicular there, too? No. Oh, that's good. A different one one per lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Please. This is it. This is it for me. Yeah. Please. Um, and those are some bops. We got Style. Style is one of also one of my favorite songs to drive to. Yes. Yeah. That whole CD. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I asked I chose violence. Yeah, you did. With this question. Well, I love that, Melanie. I'm so sorry that I almost <laughs> forgot you. Um, thank you for sharing that. No. That's um, okay. Great answers all all around. Um, so now we're going to ask you our pool peep questions. Woo! We got a few and we got some very different ones. So I can't wait to hear I'm your ready opinion on some of these. Um, my friend Chris Wojek asks, why was your WandaVision <laughs> prediction wrong? And how sad does it make you? <laughs> okay, I saw this one and I was like, oh, crap. Um, mm-hmm. So it's funny because like while I was watching it, I think I had theories like as I was watching it, as I like went through each episode and I was like, oh, well, this is going to happen. And it kind of did happen. It kind of unfolded the way I kind of predicted it. And like I talked about it and, you know, I looked at articles with my roommates and stuff. Um, But like I haven't read the comics. So Mm -hmm. to be honest, I was kind of in the dark about a lot of things. And so the theories that I did come up with were just purely based on the series as it was. And I wasn't disappointed. Like I, I was really happy with how it ended. I think it worked. I think it, it wasn't what I was expecting, obviously, but um, it definitely was kind of, it was realistic. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that um, it wasn't hard to believe. While I was watching it, I came up with this theory that like, oh, Wanda doesn't have to get rid of vision at all. Like now that white vision has all the memories, he's going to become vision. And then like, we're good to go. And then she can have, um, the boys later and like, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. You know, it just sucks that she has to like get rid of all of them now, but you know, they'll be back eventually. Right. Um, and like, it, it just made me sad because it's the Avengers. It's, it's, it's Marvel. And it wouldn't be Avengers if it win. didn't hurt in the yeah. end. <laughs> True. Yeah. It, honestly. And so for the most part, I was 
really content with the content that happened. It did follow like the theories that I kind of had formulated in my brain. Um, but I was really sad that ultimately she did have to say goodbye. Ultimately, everyone in Westview was mad at her and yeah. she became the villain, which I did not expect. I, I expected to happen. I didn't want it to happen. Yeah. yeah. Kind of same. So, um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that was like a good answer to that, but I think it is. Um, yeah. I was really sad that Carol didn't show up because I yes. love, she loves Carol. I love Carol. Yeah. Oh, Carol. We love her. <sighs> and I'm really still mad at Callie McLaughlin who doesn't like Carol. And you'll hear all about that on her episode. Yeah, that's, uh, that's friendship like- termination. <laughs> Honestly, that is grounds for termination of friendship. I'm <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelly. Like I know we've like interacted on Twitter before, but like she's out. Sorry. Yikes. I, yeah. Like I still want to be your friend. You seem really cool, but like it's her one character flaw. Yeah, everybody has yes. flaws and that's one of them. Be humble. Yeah. Like no no tea, no shade, but like why? Why? Oh, there's why? shade there. There's shade there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but thank you Chris for your question. Um, yes. Speaking of Callie McLaughlin, aforementioned maybe ex friend, um, <laughs> she asked two questions. Um, the first oh. one says, "Do you suffer as much as we do having to be friends with Jordan, or does he just reserve that for us?" <laughs> uh, do you want to hear the real answer, or the we want podcast? the real tea? We want the real tea, honey. Oh gosh! Oh uh, no. No, Jordan's great. I'm very grateful to have him as a friend. He uh he has helped me through some real tough shit. I uh, I don't think he even realizes how much he's helped me this year. Mm. So um yeah, he says some real stupid stuff though. He's a dummy. Yeah. We love him. <laughs> yeah. Like who okay, all right, maybe a cannonball. I'm just gonna throw this in here. I'm ready. Yeah. So are we Jurassic Park fans here? Yes. Yes. 100%. All right. How do we feel? So obviously one iconic, I saw it in theaters when I was one years old. Like it is <laughs> chef's kiss. She's yeah, a my- true fan. <laughs> Parents, true fan. what were you thinking? But you know, um, okay. So there's Harry, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> there's-, <laughs> there's Harry Styles and he's in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Just kidding. Remake. <laughs> so there's Jurassic Park two. We're obviously talking the original trilogy, Jurassic Park two, Lost World, Jurassic Park three. Correct. Which one is better? I'm going to say two simply because of Jeff Goldblum. <gasps> I'm a big Jeff Goldblum stan. I, it's fine. Melanie, what is your answer? This podcast is over, I guess. <laughs> we just talked about terminating friendship and karma said, you know what? How about that? Um, I honestly don't remember the third one oh! to be that. Oh, to be honest fair, fair and i really don't remember the second one either so fair i enough. can't fair i can't enough. really we'll i don't it. yeah i don't really I like have it. a good answer i'm Melanie sorry doesn't have a fair assessment <laughs> yeah so, i'm sorry so we watched it the founders watched two and three mm-hmm. and the three of us came up with three Jordan was the only one that liked two. And so we had this whole like discussion and like, there are just some movies that he just hates. And I'm like, why, why? Like Hocus Pocus. Thank you. How can you hate the Hocus Pocus? Yes. We talk about that broke us. Like Jordan, like some of the dumbest (laughs) movies and he hates some of the the best movies. Yes. Yes. Like what? Like high school musical. Why do you not? What is your beef with Kenny Ortega, Jordan? That if he's the next person, that is my pod. He's a genius. What is your beef? He's a genius. A genius. He is. Um, 
yeah, we love Jordan, but Anyways. we also hate Jordan. But no, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, it's all love here. He's a great person and happy to be his friend. Yes. I love Jordan. We love Jordan. We love Jordan. Um, because we also called him Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, the Fjords. The Fjords. I think did, I'm the only one that really calls him that. Yeah, that's like your name for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like don't know. That. I like it. I call him Jordy. I like that. Claim that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Callie also wants to know what your favorite Disney song is. Ooh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Callie, our friendship is rekindled. She um, resubscribed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscription um, has been re-upped. So I'm a big Pocahontas fan. Um, I wouldn't say she's like my favorite uh, princess. There are some serious issues with history and whatnot in the Disney mm, true. Mm-hmm. movie. However, uh, like Beauty and the Beast all the way, Belle is my girl. But um, oh, same, yes, yeah, right, yeah. Melanie, love it. Um, (laughs) I will show you my Bell Wall after this, but anyways, okay. Um, Pocahontas has always meant something to me, and I remember being like four years old, a little flower girl at my aunt's wedding, and hearing "If I Never Knew You," which is like a song that's in the credits of Pocahontas, and so it's technically not like a Pocahontas song, but that is just a song that like I, I have always loved. I know it's going to be at my wedding. It has to be, um, if that ever happens. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I don't know at this point, who's to say, but, uh, you know, I just think it's so beautiful because it's like, Aww. you know, there, there are people that are put into your life and it's like, if I never knew you, I would have never experienced this part of life. And I would have never found this part of myself. So, Oh, that's like so it. sweet. I love that. Thank you. Um, what's yours, Mel? What's your yeah. favorite Disney song? Ooh, from um, Lion King, probably. Yeah. Um, Big actually, Lion King stand. You're probably gonna come out with something from like Cars, like <laughs> Life is a Highway was... by Rascal Flatts. <laughs> my favorite Disney no. song. <laughs> no. Uh, planes? A song from Planes? I bet. No. Lost in the Woods. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Um, so hard yeah again i got you got got yeah um i have but they all play pay rent i just (laughs) all the thoughts pay rent yeah okay good um i think circle of life i would that's what i was gonna say Mm. i was like beach you love lion king yeah let's go iconic like there's other great songs like that's hard that's a really that's a cannonball for real oh maybe yeah oops uh, my like favorite it. that came to my brain was I Won't Say I'm in Love from Hercules. <gasps> yes. Yes. That's I mean, a good one. That whole movie is just. I love that movie. Away, I think I um, Disney, don't at me, but I think you should get rid of the outposts in Epcot and make a Greece um, yeah. or like some sort of like God, like heaven. Yeah, that's a cannonball right there. That is yeah. a cannonball that I am I'm here for. And yeah. I oop. And there should be a Hercules like dark ride or like something like that. And like I'm <gasps> yes. angry and yes. stuff like that. Like you could play Meg. Yes. Yeah. Jessica. Oh, thank they should you. Put Greece. Oh my god. That's what thank they should you. put. They should put Greece there. I agree. Because they have it in food and wine. They have that yeah. little booth. And they can have food. That's it that on that. Yeah. Okay. Disney Imagineers, come at Melanie. Listen, right. hire also, me. Also, exactly. Let's put Meg in there. Let's put Elena in Mexico. Like, yeah. Hello? Anyway. Oh, my cat's sneezing. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's so cute. Oh, bless you, Eliza. Um, 
Thank you, Callie, for your questions and your controversial statements. Yeah, um, thank you. My friend Sal, who was the most recent guest. Oh, yeah. Um, well, after this, it'd be Callie. But yeah, Sal was recent. Um, he says he wants to hear your um, ranking of the U.S. Disney parks from first to last, like greatest to least greatest. Okay. Oh, okay. So that would be the four at, in Florida, the two in California, and then would that include water parks? Sure. If you want to. Okay. Cool. Well, um, water parks at the bottom. Sorry. Uh, Controversy. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like water parks. I just, I don't know. I, I think I'm just like avert. I feel an aversion to them right now because of the panorama and everything. Cause you know, I don't know. I just like am freaked out to go in water with other people who might have, you know, I hear you, Cornelius or something like that. So <laughs> might have the cataracts. Might right have now. the cataracts exactly. <laughs> you know, those cataracts. It's very transmittable. Um. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so I would have to say, so if it's a uh, six, seven, eight, so those would be seven and eight. Mm -hmm. I'd say, oh God, this is so hard. Cause after this, I would have to say, um, Ooh, um, it would tough. have to be a Florida one because I just, sorry guys, I'm a big California. I'm from California. So whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of a, got to stay with my home state, but Oh, okay. Cannonball. I'd have to say Hollywood studios. I that's the only answer here for number yeah. six. Yeah. I mean, I, I like star Wars. I like, you know, but you know, you guys got rid of GMR like, <sighs> thank you. I, I moved here after the Osborne lights, so oh. I didn't get to experience that. Oh. So oh. yeah, I know. So I have a very limited view of Hollywood studios, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. The only good thing there right now is baseline tap house. And you can quote me on that. Ooh, we do love baseline. <laughs> Dang. Ooh. That's, Ooh, a, like, oop. that's a cannonball right there. <laughs> that is. I mean, Sorry. and also my favorite ride on property is Terror, Tower of Terror. So it it gains some points for that. But okay, okay. Other than that, oh, next. Oh, this is gonna. I'm gonna get some hate from Jordan for this, but I'm gonna have to say Epcot. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. gutted. Consider so me gutted. Sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. Okay. I know I'm okay. gonna get hate from everyone for that. I love, so Epcot, when I was on my CP and like even most of the time that I worked for the company was my favorite park. Mm -hmm. Love the world showcase and everything. I think, I think I've just learned to love, I mean, I mean, Magic Kingdom and DAC were my two homes when I was working there. So it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard. Like I have all these just really beautiful memories at those other parks that Unfortunately, the only place that I could really work at Epcot was Garden Grill, which, oh my God, best place to work. Loved it. So <laughs> yes. much fun. But it was super limited compared to what I could do at Animal Kingdom or That's Magic true. Kingdom. So there's right. that. Um, and then I'd have to say Magic Kingdom just because all of my dreams came true there. Mm -hmm. um, just like things happened yeah. at... <laughs> Good things happened there. Yeah. Good things happened at Magic Kingdom for me. I mean, a lot of really tragic things happened. A lot of crying upside down so I don't ruin my makeup happened. True. But, you know, True. we all go through it. Then I'd have to say, I'd actually have to say, I'm going to insert California Adventure in here okay. afterwards. I like California Adventure a lot. 
Um, but for just Dak just kind of edges it out just a little bit. I'm a huge like animal fan. I'm a huge, I just, um, animal kingdom gave me my start in equity, which was like kind of my big dream and kind of why I came to Florida. And then, um, or no, just so many things happened at animal kingdom that really seals it in as my favorite Florida park. And then ultimately Disneyland is just it just holds a special place. That's it right there. Um, I will switch out. Disneyland's my top. Hands mm-hmm. down. Will forever love Disneyland. Has a pl- special place in my heart. I love it there. Dak is my favorite Florida-based theme park. So correct e. answer there. Um, I would put Epcot at number three just because okay. of my nostalgia and attachment. It's my home park. Fair. Um, just like Jordan's. Um, and the rest of your list, I agree with. Incredible. <sighs> What do you well, out? ladies, um, <laughs> okay. Number one's Disneyland. Number Thank two you. is California Adventure. Oh, number Love three it. is Animal Kingdom. Oh, um, number four is Magic Kingdom. Number five is um, Hollywood Studios. Number six oh. is Epcot, and then the water parks. Oh, Epcot is a very toxic re- relationship oh, for Melanie me right has now. A very, yeah, she works at Epcot and she's been there for a while. So yeah. She, yeah. Animal Kingdom's my home, though. True. That's where I started. So. Well, thank you, ladies, for those uh, rankings. Melanie's, yours was. I know. Wild. Mine's a very. Uh, <laughs> controversial. Ooh, you were wiling out there. Yeah. Um, thank you, Sal, for your question. Thank um, you. My friend Colleen and my friend Corey both asked similar questions. They want to know about Ooh. your dream vacation spot. Ooh. Um, if you had asked me this, like maybe 10 years ago, I would have said Bali. I would have been like, put me on one of those floating huts without (gasps) any doors and everything like that. I still would like to do that one day, but I think I've kind of like, I have this dream of living in the UK one day. And I want to say like Scotland would be such a dream vacation for me. Yeah. I mean, like I don't do well in the cold. I've only lived in Florida and California. So um, (laughs) do without what you will. Yeah. She's warm blooded, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. She, uh, my mom was born in the Southern hemisphere close to the equator. Like I do not do well with cold. Yep. There you go. (laughs) But um, I would love to vacation there. Um, Maybe live there, but I know that wasn't the question, you know, just, I don't know. And maybe like one day find like my Scottish, you know, Jamie Fraser in like 200 oh. years back. Oh, yep. Oh, um, oh, me? Oh. And you can't oh. understand a word he says because of that thick Scottish accent. Oh, I don't. Oh, give me a man thick. I can't understand. <laughs> Give me a man I can't understand, and I will be set for life. Give me a man. Give I me a man I can't understand. understand. Amen. Honestly, sis. honestly. Wow, I want that. Like, I want that on a T-shirt. Yeah, I need that on a bumper sticker. Girl, yeah. get T-shirts. Like, literally, do it. Do I'm it. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm doing it. I'm gonna do it. Mom, you got I this. Promise. Um, you got this. If I yeah. look, if I see anything, I'll let you know. <gasps> yes. Um. But thank you, Corey and Colleen, for your questions. Yes, thank you. Um, I think you've already kind of answered this, um, but Jordan Michael Patrick Meals wants to know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is your favorite – or I can read. Uh, what is your funniest or favorite memory from your CP? Oh, okay. man. There were a lot. There were a <laughs> lot of really fun moments. I mean, um, of course, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, oh, 
no i know what he wants me to talk about um (laughs) so halloween of our cp i was dressed up as Belle because i mean like you know you know um love her we went downtown with jamie and one of jamie's friends from college will and so we're downtown orlando living life and i like I got very drunk. Like I am, I am a very, very, like, I'm such a lightweight. Give me one drink. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so drunk. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. so I got super drunk and, um, I don't know why, but I dramatically like kicked my leg in the air and my shoe went flying into the street. And so, um, our friend Will went to go pick it up. Meanwhile, like there's a Snapchat video of this and Jordan's like, what is that? Is that your shoe? Like, <laughs> he's like, why is your shoe in the middle of the street? And, like, I'm like yelling at Will, like Prince Charming. Oh my God. Like, oh my so God. Dumb. It was such a fun night. I remember that night I like, um, they gave me, we like ended up buying beers at a bar and it was like, it was Bud Light. And so- we were all just sitting there and like they had all finished their beers and everything. And I still like had most of mine because I'm just a slow drinker. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're getting ready to go. You should probably finish that. And they're just like, but take your time. Don't worry about it. And I was like, no. And I just started chugging it. And I just chugged and chugged for like, I want to say like a minute straight. And like there's a video and they're just like, oh, my God, she's chugging. <laughs> um it was a great night and he's like that's when I knew I wanted to be your friend so that was probably like our funnest like that I think that was like our first time hanging out too so those are always the best memories like when you first meet someone or the first time you go out with someone that's those are experiences yeah absolutely Um, so that was a great time oh that's so sweet thank you Jordan for your quick chain yeah Um, now we're gonna end uh my friend Annie Frisch asked um a really dumb question, but I love, love this it. question because I actually just asked Greg this question the other day. In your opinion, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh. <laughs> she was He's not cold. expecting that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say yes. A hot dog is a sandwich and we're just going to. That's You heard it here that. first, folks. Hot dogs are sandwiches here. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> well, on that note, now we're going to ask you. Big question from the last guest. The Ooh. last pool peep who was a guest here was Callie McLaughlin, and she wants to know what is. Oh, I forgot about this question. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesucristo. Jesucristo. Um, Espiritu Santo. Um, <laughs> Incredible. What is your favorite song of all time? Oh, man. That's hard. Because. Yep. Um, like as much as I like just like blurted out all this like Taylor Swift stuff and like you know I seemed like really knowledgeable in music I'm not gonna lie I don't really I'm not a huge music listener and I know that's like controversial yeah a little controversial that was a cannonball it was it was like and um like I don't know I just I have in my recent like as an adult I have just gone to podcasts whatever's on the radio Mm -hmm. and then like my favorite albums that like make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But even then I don't really choose music all that much. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like 
God, I love Ed Sheeran. I love Taylor Swift. I love, oh, Ariana Grande, like queen. murder me. A queen. Oh my queen. God. Step on me. Yeah. I love <laughs> Run her. me over with your car. Please. <laughs> oh my God. Um, an icon. Um, I don't know. Oh, this is so good. Okay. Um, I'd have to say this song, I know without a doubt will always get me out of it ittm mm-hmm. um it will always get me out of it if i'm like feeling bad and it just my mom just put it on one day and she's just like this will make you feel better and it does mm-hmm. um of course i can't remember the name of it but it's the <laughs> ain't nothing gonna break my stride ain't nothing ain't gonna, gonna slow gonna... me down oh mm-hmm. i got to keep on moving yeah so that one so like Aww. i I don't know if it's like my favorite, but it's definitely the one that like improves my mood if I'm yeah, feeling it. Yeah, that's a great answer. I think it's a great song. So, it's, it's a good kind of uplifting song for sure. Yes, absolutely. Melanie, what is your favorite song of all time? God, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a like an actual answer that I'm like forgetting because I'm like forgetting every song, song that ever I've ever existed. listened to. Yep. First. Um, but I think it's one from Hamilton. Ooh. And it's um wait for it. <gasps> Iconic. That's wow, a great Wow, Mel. Uh, yeah. You just pulled that one. That's very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, why didn't I say something from West Side Story? Why didn't I say Gravity <laughs> from John like by John Mayer? Like ugh. Gravity, like ugh. Yes. That's such a great song. But uh, you know, wait for it. Shoot. Wow. Yeah. Um, Incredible. I listen to it. Well, I listen to the whole Hamilton soundtrack sometimes when I'm driving back and forth to work and it like pumps, well, it pumps me up before work. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to like the, like the second half of it, like when I'm driving home from <laughs> and work. You're sad and depressed. Yeah. Um, but the, also that, the other song that, um, What's it called? Um, Dear Theo- Theodosia. Oh, oh my god, that's song. such adorable song. I I love that song too. But yes, wait for it is. Oof. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yes. The yes. most I I would argue the most powerful Ooh. song on that soundtrack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. 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 Um. Well, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I I always laugh at my answer, but it. It truly is, I think, one of the most iconic songs of our generation, and it reminds me of college, and it was between the, sub, the summer of my, it was the summer of my freshman and sophomore year of college, and I remember just listening to the song on repeat, and I was like, man, I just love feeling so carefree and just being off school, and it just, it reminds me of summer, and it just is one of my favorite songs ever, Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. It's Aww. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I thought you were going to say that. It's it's my number one song. I always say it's my favorite song. It's just, it reminds me of good times in my life. And I, I mean, it's just, I love the lyrics of it. Yeah. Um, Darren Chris covered it on Glee. Darren Chris's oh, version, that was great. His version mm-hmm. yep. will be played at my wedding. Good. If it's not like the, the piano version, in my opinion. The slow, oh, version. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. It'll either be my song that I walk down the aisle to, or it'll be my first dance song at my wedding. So. That's the that on that ochre. Um, ochre. But now, Jessica, what question do you want to ask the next guest, which we've already spoiled for you, but I think it's appropriate. <laughs> 
why do you hate me? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At Jordan Michael Neil Patrick Harris Meals. <laughs> yeah, he could get two. That could be one of them. Um, <laughs> the other one that was like kind of um, for like literally anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also like to know why he hates me. Um, if you could be any of the theme park rides any in the anywhere in the world which would you be and why and if you don't know any rides off the top of your head although I know you poop and do describe what you'd like to be as be like as a ride Ooh, I love the existentialism and personification associated with that question Mm -hmm. I felt like I feel like he would like really personify with that too oh he's gonna go off on like a He's going to go off on a dissertation about this. So yeah, I'm ready. I better save some time at the end of the podcast with him yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, but that unfortunately brings us to the end of the podcast. And Jessica, you are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have been an incredible guest and you're just an incredible human. So uh, I appreciate so much for sitting here and talking on our um, sometimes dumb podcast, but sometimes uh-uh. really great podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you so much for hanging out with us for the last couple hours. It's, it's been almost two hours. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. It's I talk a lot. Like, that's okay. Apologize. This is amazing. <laughs> it gives me a lot to work with. So I appreciate it. Hey. Um, but I have to continue to thank you for your support of the podcast. You're always sharing, always liking, always asking questions. Um, been a huge fan from day one. So I, I can't thank you enough. And I'm excited to see where you go with your podcast it's Thank it's you. so awesome to see other creators coming out with their own things and uh, especially since you're so passionate about it it's it's just very invigorating for me too um so thank you so much for everything uh thanks thank for being you. a guest and friend and supporter from from day one so thank, thank you, so, you much. so much that was really yeah. sweet because now like what i'm gonna say is kind of a dick thing but like <laughs> Haha, ha, Jordan, I got my own episode before you. I mean, it's International Women's Day. We can't have Jordan on. Thank you. No, Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> no. Um, no. Are you going to have birthday. him on his birthday? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Incredible. fair enough, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Calm down. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> He's going to be like, I feel attacked. I feel attacked. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. I hate hocus pocus. <laughs> I hate fun things. Wait. Anyway, now that we've roasted Jordan, um, he's gonna roast the <laughs> poop out of me, so it's fine. <laughs> Accurate. So it's only yeah. fair. Um, only the best friends do. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, um, do you have anything you want to leave the pool peeps with, Jessica? Pool peeps, y'all rock. Um, I, I think do. that uh, Megan and Melanie, you guys have created this just really cool space just based on the vibes that you guys attract and all that stuff. And I'm just, I'm really grateful to be part of this community and um, just like, I'm just excited to see where you go too. So um, did you hear that mom? She likes us. We're doing good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So like pool peeps, you know, Uh, just be you and uh, just remember that, you know, it might be hard right now and that's okay and accept that but we're gonna move through it and grow yes and that's on period amen hallelujah and melanie (laughs) any thoughts um i can't wait for my blooper lessons (laughs) from you let's do this i'm ready yeah 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 Yeah. Um, teach you the partnering on that note ladies bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed it at the end Oh, so fun.